Welcome to another What's Up podcast. I am the Assistant Features Editor, Jocelyn Murphy, and I'm joined today by Megan Masako-Haley, who is in the national tour of Mean Girls. Megan, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Yes, where am I talking to you at today? I am in Salt Lake City, Utah. So how is the tour going so far? The tour has been so fun. We're, we, uh, we just started about a month ago. Um, doing performances and it's just so great to be back with an audience. I cannot imagine because being on the other side of that, it is so great to be back in an audience. So when that's your, not only your livelihood, but also your passion is bringing art to people live. I can't imagine how good it must feel to finally be back in front of audiences. Yeah, and we missed our, our company is so great. We all miss each other a lot. So it's really fun to have our reunion together. Yeah, absolutely. So Megan, you are in, as I mentioned, the national tour of Mean Girls, and you've been with the tour since the very beginning. You are the only person who has played Gretchen Wieners on tour. Is that correct? Well, besides, correct. Like, you know, the, the understudies and, you know, what have you. Yeah, my understudies have been on a couple of times, but it's been me on the tour the whole time. Yeah. So the tour debuted in 2019 obviously there was a little bit of a break there (laughs) so it's not like you've been touring constantly for the last two years in Mean Girls but it is something that you've been involved with for a while now definitely I also spent several years auditioning for Mean Girls so I feel like Ah. I've I've been here a long time (laughs) yeah take me back to that period tell me a little about this process because so for those who don't know Mean Girls is based on the 2004 movie that was written by Tina Fey and Tina Fey's back and she wrote the book for the musical as well so it it was a couple years in the making there it debuted on Broadway in 2017 started the tour or 2018 uh, and started the tour the next year so yeah tell me about your process coming onto the show. Yeah, um, I love Mean Girls. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I actually in college is like a college project made my own Mean Girls musical. So I've been like waiting for this to happen. Um, I auditioned for several other characters before I auditioned for Gretchen, um, starting with like the very first, you know, workshop, the industry workshop they did. So I've been following the project for a long time. But then, you know, everything lined up for me to do the tour and I'm just so glad that I got to do it with this group of people Um, and I'm so glad to be back with this group of people it's been really magical yeah I'm sure that is what a great story can you tell us a little about your uh your own Mean Girls musical that you wrote (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 so it was for a dance class where we had to like adapt an existing work with music and just like choreograph an opening number and so I did Mean Girls and so I did like the introduction but I just used songs from the movie so I had like Milkshake ah <laughs> you remember that song I had like yes. that in it I had Dancing with Myself in it it was really fun there was a lot of hack sack choreography which we don't have in our show ah. I should have pitched it but <laughs> that's awesome yeah what a, what a great story <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it felt like it was coming full circle when you when you made it through all of the workshops and uh, auditions and you're finally cast. And Well, this is the second time I'm performing in Mean Girls. 
Yeah, I never told Tina, so maybe one of these ah. days I'll, I'll uh, tell her that I did a um, unofficial <laughs> Mean Girls opener. I think you absolutely should. <laughs> so, for again, for those who might be a little unfamiliar, so Mean Girls came out in 2004, and it is very, in my opinion, like peak early aughts. Like you said, the the music is very indicative of that time. The fashion, it's all so peak early 2000s. It's great. But tell us a little about the story if you've not seen the movie. Yeah, so it's about uh, our heroine, Katie Heron. She just moved to the U.S. from um, Africa, where her parents are scientists. Um, And so it's about her coming in totally unaware of how American high school works. And she's trying to figure out where she belongs in this high school and there are bullies and there are lots of fun things for her to deal with and i think it's a really great universal message of just like we're all trying to figure out where we fit in in all of our social groups and so i think young people high school people anyone who's been to high school i think uh it'll be appreciated by everyone absolutely and there's a little bit of that um breakfast club idea there where like the groups of people are very much divided by these are the jocks and these are the smart kids and these are the cool smart kids and everybody's very divided up but it's also very funny it's as i said it's written by tina fey who most people will know was involved with saturday night live and 30 rock and so obviously a very funny but it's it's heavy satire so it's not just for high schoolers correct um truly i think also you know came out in 2004 so we have a lot of adults out there who love mean girls (laughs) (laughs) definitely so i think i think it's uh i've had a lot of friends and family who have never seen the movie ever come and totally love the show too it's also set in uh present day Mm. so there's a lot of things that have been updated um, some part of me wishes we still had the early aughts fashion, but we're, we're updated. I know it's so great. <laughs> um, the outfits are amazing. Uh, I, I think it'll be really fun for people. Yeah. And so when you are coming to a piece of, uh, you know, a piece of theater or really anything based on prior source material, when that source material already had music in it, you know, if it was a, it's based on a movie that already had music, you hope to hear your favorites from that. But Mean Girls, you know, there was background music, but it wasn't a musical. Um, But it is infinitely quotable. I feel like it's arguably among the most quotable comedies of the early 2000s, particularly, you know, if you're kind of millennial age. And so, you know, you might not be coming to the movie or to the show hoping to hear your favorite songs from the movie, but are we going to get to hear most if not all of our favorite quotes from the movie yes you absolutely will you will hear a lot of your favorite quotes my favorite thing is when you have a an audience that has a lot of uh, movie fans because there'll be like pauses for applause just on certain lines (laughs) um and i also think that um our our creative team did a really good job tina fey did a really good job of setting up a lot of the jokes that you'll recognize, but then kind of switching out punchlines that are still surprising, but Mm -hmm. funny in the exact same way that you're hoping for when you see Mean Girls. 
That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be, um, can be a, a tricky thing when you're approaching something so beloved and, you know, Mean Girls came out in 2004. It's not one that's been around since like the sixties. And then it was made into something different with a completely different team. But, you know, it is always like, Oh, how am I going to feel about the characters or how, how are the jokes going to land when I already love the source material so much? So I think that's maybe something people can worry a little less about since Tina is on this project as well. Totally. I think that the heart of who all these characters are, they're so archetypal that they're instantly recognizable, mm. even in current day. Like, yes. you will know exactly who Regina George is. You will know exactly who Damien is. You'll know exactly who Gretchen Wiener is, even though we look a little different and we're singing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we kind of touched on it there when you were telling us a little about the plot. So Katie is our heroine. Uh, Gretchen, I, I want to make sure I mention, she's kind of part of this, this bully posse. Regina is kind of the queen bee. And so you are one of uh, Gina's, uh, Regina's kind of posse. Yes. Um, I love this character. I feel like there's not a person out there who hasn't been a little Gretchen-y in their lives. <laughs> uh, you know, she's in, me she's in the Mean Girl clique, but she also is um, horribly anxious and stressed out and trying to project something that she isn't in a way that is sometimes mean, but always funny. <laughs> um, and I think uh, there's a heart in there that people know she's, she's not a bad person, but she's just misguided. Uh, in a way that I think we all have been at some point in our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. I think once you get out of high school, particularly that point in your life, it can be easy to look back at things that you did or said and go either, oh man, that's so embarrassing that I did that. Or like, wow, that's so weird to think back on that time because that's not who I am anymore. It's just such a specific I think it maybe is easier to get caught up in clicks or in things that maybe aren't your that's not who you are, but that's just what you do to survive high school kind of thing. Totally. I have so much respect for teenage girls because it is so hard. There's nothing to compare anything to. And so everything feels like a huge deal because it is, mm -hmm. you know, and I think that sometimes can bring out sad parts of us, scary parts of us, mean parts of us in a way that I think hopefully as we all grow up and as I hope, I hope for this character Gretchen as she grows up that she learns to love herself more so that she can put that out into the universe instead of her own insecurities. Oh, I love that. Thinking about yeah. what you, what you wish for this character. So Gretchen uh, is a character from the movie. When you took on this role a couple of years ago and even to today, tell me a little about your take on Gretchen, you know, like there again, there's the the film character to pull from, but are you pulling from your own experience? Are you pulling from girls that you have known growing up? And like, how has your Gretchen changed at all over the years? Yeah, I mean, I think I haven't actually rewatched the movie in a long time, but I've I've seen the movie probably fifty times. I <laughs> I love the movie, um, and so I think it's easy in my brain to know the type of person that Gretchen is and mm -hmm. it's a person that I recognize from a young self too um I like to think I've 
matured and grown up a little bit, but I think that the most important part about playing Gretchen is that these stakes for her are really real. You know, it might seem it's funny to us in the audience. It's funny for people in the audience because they know it's high school and they know that this is not life and death, but for her, it really is. And I think being true to that and, and not commenting on it, but just living that truthfully for her is what makes it funny. Mm, yeah, for sure. That is something interesting. I think, again, as soon as you're out of high school, it's really easy to forget that period of life where everything literally does feel life and death, larger than life. Every, my life is over. And just looking back, it's like, it's not that big a deal. But when you're in it, it does feel like that. And it doesn't help for old people to tell you it's not a big deal either. Absolutely. Just, that just plays into that you don't understand what it's like <laughs> exactly and then we all forget yep we all forget <laughs> and I do want to mention I want to make sure that people know so literally girls is in the title of the show as we've been discussing it's about this um these female relationships I'll say uh you know how how they interact with each other but this is not just a girls night out show sure it would be it'd be fun for that but it's not you know oh if you're a man you're not going to enjoy this show let me just tell you my brother and dad love the show my brother loves the movie we all grew up on it um and I think it's a universal message of like boy girl somewhere in between everyone is trying to figure out who they are in whatever context it doesn't matter if you're a 40-year-old man at work or a 15-year-old girl in high school. We're all trying to fit in, trying to, you know, toe the line of being yourself, but then also pleasing the people around you. And so I think um, I think it's really it's really for everyone. You know, take your girlfriends, but also, like, grab your dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope uh, people more than just for Girls' Night Out will give it a chance. And I think they will because – Tickets are, they have sold so well here in Fayetteville. I know there's, as of this conversation, there's not a ton left. So that's a really good sign. And I think people are really excited to, I mean, have any opportunity to be at live entertainment again. But particularly Broadway is just such its own specific thing. And I know people are so excited to be, to be back at those shows. Well, we are so excited to come to Fayetteville. Yes, I uh, I know I've had you for a few minutes, so I want to wrap up. But I did also want to ask really quickly about the Instagram account that some members of the cast run. The Change is Fetch account. Can you tell me a little about that and, and the work there? Of course. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. So a few company members, everyone is involved, but a few of us run it. It's called uh, Change is Fetch, at Change is Fetch on Instagram. And it's a place where we... Um, like to highlight amazing work that's happening in the communities that we are touring to. Uh, it's where we do land acknowledgments uh, of the native lands that we're on. It's a place where we can educate our audiences about social issues that are important to us. Uh, and like, for instance, today, I'm going to go on Instagram Live. I guess this might be going out later, but we're interviewing a group here in Salt Lake City um, who works with LGBTQ plus youth. Um, and helping them find life-affirming therapy. And so I'm really excited to to go live with them and to learn about them. And I'm excited to do that when we get to Fayetteville, too. 
Yeah. How have you guys been, um, how have you found the issues and the groups and the organizations that you're highlighting? Uh, you know, where is it people are reaching out to you? Where does all of this come together? Um, we reach out to the groups, actually. So, okay. um, so far, we've had at least connections to all the cities. Uh, I do have a friend that's from Fayetteville, so I will be asking him to give us some recommendations of groups that he thinks are awesome. Um, but we just reach out and then, you know, we feature things that are just important to us. So anyone in our company can post anything they want on there. And so uh, people have posted, like, for instance, one of our company members, Mary Beth Donahoe, her little sister has Down syndrome. And so she did a whole feature on um, what it looks like to uh, hire people with Down syndrome with this amazing company that helps people with Down syndrome find work and live independent lives. And so that had an amazing uh, interaction with people and people really loved that. And so that was just something that was important to Mary Beth and that's a national organization. And so she did that. And so we do local things, we do national things. It's just basically whatever, whatever speaks to us. Yeah, I love that. And just another way to kind of get connected with the community. You know, you guys are you're here for almost a week, but you know, there's there's so much going on and when companies or or even individual artists come in, there's, you know, it's just a whirlwind and you're so busy, but that seems like a great way, just another way to as I said, connect with the communities and uh highlight something a little more than as much as we love Broadway and musicals, a little more than just the entertainment side. Absolutely. And I just plug too that we have so many young people who follow us on social media. And so it feels like a like a real honor to be able to highlight these things that are important to us and hopefully influence an, a new generation of people to care about important things. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing a little bit of that with us. And so hopefully people can go and find Change is Fetch, F-E-D-C-H, on Instagram. And that, uh, as we were saying earlier, Fetch is one of those uh, very quotable lines <laughs> from the show. So that's where that comes from. If anyone's going, what, that's a weird thing. <laughs> it's so Fetch. So fetch. <laughs> Megan, where can people keep up with you and what you're doing? Um, I'm on Instagram at Megan Masako, M-E-G-A-N-M-A-S-A-K-O. Great. Uh, so Megan's on Instagram. Changes Fetch is on Instagram. Mean Girls is coming to Fayetteville. The show runs at the Walton Arts Center December 14th through the 19th. As I mentioned, already tickets are pretty limited. So definitely want to Get, jump on those by either calling the box office at 443-5600 or visiting their website at waltonartscenter.org. Megan, thank you again so much for your time. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. Yes, I've loved our chat and can't wait to see the show. Thanks so much. All right, have a good one. <laughs>